0: It is from them we obtain our fairy tales and our nightmares. They are the reason we believe in superheroes and monsters. Because they exist. Chris staggered down the stairwell of the apartment building, cursing aloud for what her life had become. Just 22 and she'd poisoned her body so many times, she hardly even recognized herself. A stale stench of sweat and liquor assaulted her senses, causing her stomach to lurch, compelling her to escape the dilapidated structure. The rusty railing swayed beneath her grip, giving her minimal support as she descended the stairs. As soon as she stepped onto the street, she inhaled a deep breath, trying to rid herself of the rancid smell. The smell persisted, which meant it was on her. Sadly, she wasn't sure if the odor belonged to the stranger with whom she'd spent the last few hours dodging sexual advances or if she smelled like the walking dead. How had she let herself become such trash? Why did you save me? She screamed into the black void, similar to her life. She hadn't asked him to save her when she was eight years old. As always, no one answered her ridiculous appeal, which was probably just as well. Attracting attention in this part of town wasn't smart. She clicked the key for her Grand Am as she scanned the street. She barely even remembered driving here after she left the nightclub. The problem with drinking too much, which she did far too often these days, was that as her inhibitions fell, so did her standards. The man from the bar had been cute, but he'd obviously wanted something other than money in exchange for a hit. What else should she expect when she followed a man home whose name she couldn't even remember? She hadn't planned to go home with a stranger, but when he'd suggested they could get high together, it had sounded like fun. A chance to escape her nightmares and her empty apartment. A chance to do anything but feel the pain she endured by her guilt every time she closed her eyes. Chris strained to hear the chirp from her vehicle as she weaved along the sidewalk. Her heels lodged in the cracks in the concrete. Causing her to trip several times. Somerville was such a dump. She should have used the money from selling her mother's jewelry six years ago on eBay and moved to California. Instead, she'd stayed in this frigid, run down suburb of Boston. But she knew why she hadn't. She was afraid, if she left, she'd never see her protector again. A day didn't go by that she didn't get an eerie feeling that someone was watching her. Out of nowhere, a chill would travel the length of her spine, she'd swear was her dark angel's breath on her neck, but every time she turned around, no one was there so instead of escaping, she'd use the money to buy a piece of shit car and drugs and started on her debauched journey. She knew she was better than the life she'd been living, but every night she found the answers no one offered her at the bottom of a bottle. Sometimes she wished her dark angel hadn't saved her if he didn't care. Why had he bothered? Not once, but twice. She was beginning to think she'd conjured up his image to erase the guilt of her mother's death. Her dark angel, as she called him since she had no name for the handsome stranger, had accosted a degenerate who'd attacked her mother and her when she was eight, allowing her to escape. Unfortunately, her mother had still died. When she was sixteen, he'd rescued her a second time, She'd been so excited to go to her first college frat party, but her date had laced her drink with some type of date-rape drug. Seconds after he'd helped her outside to get fresh air, he'd ripped at her clothes. When she'd refused, smacking his hand away, the college sophomore had turned aggressive. He'd smashed her head against a brick wall of the dorm, slamming his hand over her mouth. He would have raped her, and she wouldn't have been able to stop him. The drugs he'd given her had made it impossible to stand, let alone thwart his attack. But again, out of nowhere, she'd felt the warm embrace of her dark angel's arms after he tore the loser off her, the same way he'd wrenched the murderer away from her mother. His mysteriously ebony-colored eyes had gazed into hers as he'd whisked her away. His deep, melodic voice had whispered that she'd be okay. The same aspects she'd distinctively remembered about him when she was eight but then he disappeared again after depositing her inside her vehicle.